everyone and welcome back to my podcast. I just want to start off by apologizing for not posting in a while, in a long while actually. I've been so insanely busy and I had to take some time for myself. Now those are my two excuses. Don't come for me. So catching you up on what has been going on in Nay's life, a few weeks ago I had the pleasure of attending the Wednesday premiere in LA which was so much fun and quite surreal and it was so lovely seeing my cast members again and it genuinely felt like we were just in Romania the other day when in reality it's been six-ish months and a week or so later the show aired on Netflix and I'm just so overwhelmed with how insanely well it's done and I'm over the moon that people are loving the show and I just want to thank everyone who's been watching and sending love our way. It means a lot and I'm so proud of my fellow cast members and I'm also so insanely grateful to be a part of such a cool show and that I was able to play Yoko. She was a fun character to sink my teeth into, no pun intended. This is a bit of a special episode for me because we're going to be dreaming big today. And why is dreaming big so important, you might ask? There's so many reasons as to why it's important. And for me personally, I think it's about living a life of no regrets. You can be an inspiration to others. And why limit yourself? Children are actually very big dreamers. And I think we should encourage them to dream even bigger and they're not made to think small because the worries that adults have don't even cross their minds so nothing hinders them from using their imagination and thinking so out of the realms of reality and of course it's very easy to dismiss a child's dream because we think it's silly and as we grow older we have to be realistic which is true you do have to be in touch with reality however I do feel that when we become adults, we lose that childlike wonder and we fear to go against the grain. Who's to say our dreams are silly and unrealistic? And it's important for us to all have a bit of childlike imagination to fuel our dreams. We shouldn't be so afraid to dream. And it's about holding on tightly to a personal vision of a better life that's filled with abundance. Getting to where you want to be is a tough journey because you'll be faced with obstacles and lots of failures along the way, but if you persevere, it'll be worth the pain and tears you've endured. The harsh truth is we give up on our dreams a lot of the time because our hearts can't take any more setbacks and constant fear of the unknown. We have to remember that it all begins with a dream. And if the greats threw in the towel when things got too much, then they wouldn't be here inspiring people today. And a lot of the time, we don't follow through with our dreams because we constantly hear discouraging comments, which then leads to us talking down to ourselves. It's a very human thing to subconsciously seek validation from others. And if people are disapproving of our dreams or even like of who we are as a person, then we decide to move away from what we truly desire in life because we feel that people won't be accepting of it. But by doing that, we're not staying true to ourselves and we're allowing people to dictate our lives when they have no idea whether we'll succeed or fail. What I've learned about people is that 
If they can say something negative about your career path without understanding the ins and outs of it, then they are vibrating from a state of insecurity and projecting it onto you. That is not your problem, so don't allow people's opinions to derail you from your path. Now it's time to go into a little personal backstory, and this is very exposing, but you know what? I just want to be real with you guys. Growing up, I always felt like a misfit. I was, well I am, severely dyslexic, so school was such a huge struggle of mine because I was always behind in class. I remember students and even teachers calling me stupid on a daily basis, which made me hate going to school. I think the more I was made fun of, the more I silenced myself because I didn't want to, God forbid, say something stupid and never hear the end of it from my peers. The bullying used to get so bad to the point where my mom would let me skip a few days of school because she could see how much anxiety it was giving me. And eventually you just learn to deal with it. And my way of getting by was not speaking my mind and being quiet in class. And at the time, I wasn't brave enough to just put aside what people were saying about me and just be myself. And looking back, I wish I'd embraced who I was. And I I just turned into this really shy, awkward, and insecure girl when behind closed doors, surrounded by people I love and trust, I unleashed my true, confident, and silly self because in reality, I'm actually really goofy. But people didn't know that because I was too scared to be my true self. And I developed such an insecurity for public speaking and just speaking in general, to be honest, I barely spoke. And when I gave a, when I gave PowerPoint presentations at school, I used to look down and bury my face in my cue cards. And when my peers would laugh, it would just completely distract me and I would just stop and not continue because I would feel so defeated and frustrated. And I even remember one girl, one girl who made, there's always one girl or one boy who makes middle school a living nightmare for you. And every time I would give a speech in class or would do anything really, she would talk to a group of guys really loudly about how dumb dumb I was just to make sure I heard it. That bitch. No, I'm kidding. It's fine. I'm over it now. But she knew exactly what buttons to push because she was well aware of my triggers and one of them being my intellect. This is one of the main reasons why I started this podcast so that I can challenge myself and inspire others to do the same. And facing your fears is the scariest yet most empowering thing you could do. It's actually really crazy. When I first began my acting journey, I used to find more comfort playing a different character rather than being myself. I think the thought behind this is that people can't judge me for being someone else, so I would basically hide behind a character. The harsh reality that I've learned over the years is that people are going to judge you no matter what you do. So why not be your true authentic self instead of hiding? I hid for many, many years, and that is an unhealthy defense mechanism that didn't serve me at all. The realization to change actually didn't hit me until I was at drama school, and I knew it was a problem because it was beginning to hinder my work. And I just had the most freeing 
thought ever. And I realized that you will never be able to please anyone, but there will be people out there who will absolutely adore you for your quirks. So you have absolutely nothing to lose by being yourself. And it took me years to realize this and to build my confidence. And I, I think I still have more growing to do, but I can firmly say now that I face every opportunity with the intention of having fun and being myself and not being too concerned about what others think about me. Taking you back to senior year of high school, That was another challenge in my young adult life. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my future. I remember being so stressed out that everyone had their top university options, they had their perfect SAT scores, and they knew exactly who and what they wanted to be, which added pressure onto me of not having it all figured out. And my school was quite intense with the whole university thing and I seemed to be the only one who didn't know what she was doing. And I even remember a teacher saying to me, and I quote, Naomi, I had a dream that you failed to get into a university. Better hurry up and decide. Safe to say she was not my favorite teacher. Um, And I probably said it a lot more sassier than she intended it to be. (laughs) But comments like that would obviously feed my inner critic and make me even more anxious and I actually loved the high school I was in bar that teacher because I did have other teachers who inspired me and helped me discover my passions and I was very good at art when I was at school and really excelled in that and if I could tell my younger self anything well I would tell I would tell her a lot of things but one of the things would be to celebrate my talents more than putting myself down for all of my weaknesses. It's important for us to be kind to ourselves and I definitely wasn't kind to myself in high school. High school was when I enrolled myself into after-school acting classes because I thought it would be a cute thing to do after school to help build my confidence. Never in a million years did I ever think it would become my biggest passion and my career. It helped that I had a really great acting teacher who believed in my talents and gave me big parts in school musicals to challenge my shyness. And being on stage for the first time performing was the weirdest experience for me because for the first time, all of my insecurities, shyness, and fear of speaking just left my body. I also want to highlight that not only was I confident on stage, I also had fun and people saw how much I enjoyed it. My mom actually watched me perform for the first time and after the show she actually told me um, when we were out for dinner that first of all she was so worried that I was going to have stage fright and run off stage so she was anxious the entire time because I'm just very shy but she said she was so surprised to see how confident I was and she told me that I should pursue acting as a career. And that was pretty much all I needed to go ahead with it. And I have to say that I am very lucky that I have a mother who supports me 100%. I know a lot of people don't have parents who support them. So I was very lucky in that sense. And My mom's a tough Asian cookie and an honest one at that, so having her blessing meant the world to me. 
I faced many issues when I was starting out, but one of them was telling my friends and my college counselor, and they all had the same sentiment of, you're making a big mistake and it'll never work out for you. I still went ahead with it anyways, because I had this burning desire to make it happen and my gut was telling me that this was what I was supposed to do. From that moment leading up to today, it's been a struggle. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. Every step of the way has been such a challenge and it's been heartbreaking as well. And although it's still early days in my career and I have a ways to go, I'm so happy with how far I've come. I'm proud that I didn't listen to what others had to say because if I took those comments to heart, I wouldn't be in a Netflix show and I had the most amazing opportunity to work with insanely talented people. Sure, there are days where I wish I was further along in my journey and that booking jobs was a breeze, but that's what you sign up for when you get into an industry that's so unpredictable. But you have to celebrate your wins. And I also love the feeling of being rewarded when you've worked so hard for something and you get it. I'll use my Wednesday audition as an example. I've told the story in a few press outlets and you can have a read and hopefully it'll inspire you, but... I'm going to tell the story again here because this is the epitome of perseverance and self-belief and it was a huge kind of breakthrough for me. When I auditioned for Wednesday, I was in a really bad place in my life. <laughs> I broke up with my boyfriend and was heartbroken. I mean, I was depressed. I wasn't booking jobs because of COVID and I just felt so insanely lost in life. And when the audition came through, I thought, there's no way I'm going to get this because it's Tim Burton. I immediately thought, like, these things don't happen to me. I was already putting myself down. But then I decided to have fun with the self-tape and just get super creative and quirky. I thought, this is, if anything, if I don't get the part, an opportunity to enjoy acting again. And that tape actually reminded me that acting is about having fun and exploring a character. A few days later, I got a call from my agent saying that Tim liked my tape and I'm through to the chemistry read. I can't even tell you the emotions I was going through. I was excited. I was nervous. I had a full-on panic attack. So for those who aren't familiar with the audition process, you usually do a self-tape, that your agent sends out to casting. If they like you, they'll put you through to the chemistry read where you do a scene with your scene partner who's already been cast. I did mine via Zoom, which I've never done before. And I think it was due to COVID and also everyone being abroad in different places. I'm not gonna get into detail of my audition, but I was so nervous, I completely botched it and pretty much everything just went wrong, really. And I knew I didn't get it, and my agent actually called me the next day, and he was like, right, I'm gonna rip the band-aid off. You didn't get it. But he also said that they didn't like anyone they saw that day, and they're still searching for Yoko. That brought me back to a YouTube video I watched about famous actors messing up their auditions, then getting the part. Because as an actor starting out, you wanna know if the grades ever messed up, and they have. <laughs> But it, it kind of gives you comfort. And the one that really stood out to me was Chris Hemsworth. He said he messed up his Thor audition and he got a no. But after hearing that they were struggling to find an actor to play Thor, 
he decided that was his last chance to retape in the hopes that they would change their minds. And they did, and he got the part. And I thought, if he can be Thor, then I can be Yoko. So I sent out another audition tape, and that piqued their interest. And after a few more tapes, I got the part. So thank you, Chris Hemsworth. Um, (laughs) And that is why it's so important to chase your dreams and to persevere. Do not take no for an answer. Along the way, you'll have people who won't believe in you or you'll feel like you're not getting anywhere. And that's the universe testing you to see whether you really want it and if you'll give up. To this day, to this very day, I have people who question my career path and they poke fun at it. And that used to get to me, but now it doesn't because I know that I'm on the right path. And it took years to unlearn bad habits that were preventing me from going after things. A lot of it included negative self-talk or surrounding myself with people who didn't wish the best for me. And I want to share with you people who have inspired me on my journey and hopefully can do the same for you besides Thor. (laughs) The first person I'm going to name is Brianna Wiest. I actually saw her book trending on TikTok and at the time I was searching for a good book and I thought, well, I have to buy it to see what the fuss was about. And honestly, it's an incredible book and worth the hype. It's called 101 Essays That'll Change the Way You Think. You might have seen it on Instagram or TikTok. It's all over the place. And what I love about this book is that it allows you to open your mind to other possibilities. She also shares the realities of life, but also helping us discover more about ourselves and learning to push beyond fears, which is what we want to do. She also has other amazing books that I highly recommend, like The Mountain Is You and When You're Ready, This Is How You Heal. I particularly enjoy reading her books because it's easy to read, especially for someone who's dyslexic, and it's very straightforward, and I love that it's bullet-pointed. Mel Robbins' podcast is amazing as well. She's so deeply relatable, honest, warm, and she gives honest, tactical advice. And the episode that really stood out to me and that kind of inspired this episode is um, Your Dreams Are Not a Joke. And I listened to this recently and it motivated me when I was feeling lost. So it could possibly, possibly, (laughs) possibly motivate you. And at the moment, I'm absolutely obsessed with Roxy Nafusi's book called Manifest. Some people don't believe in manifestation and that's okay because it has some spiritual connotation to it that not everyone believes in. But um, if anything, this book will be the driving force you need to get what you want out of life. And what I love about her book is also the shifts in perspective. For example, she talks about how to turn envy into inspiration. And it's so easy to envy what someone else has, especially scrolling on Instagram and seeing that someone has booked a big job or is further along in their career than you are or just living their best life. And instead of simmering in resentment or envy, this book teaches you how to not dwell on what you weren't given and instead use that as inspiration to get what you want. I also think it's amazing that she talks about her past personal struggles and how she overcame them. It's truly inspiring, which is why I highly recommend her book. 
And she has a new book coming out that I actually pre-ordered because I got really excited. It's called Manifest Dive Deeper. So the first one is orange and the dive deeper one is like a royal blue. And I can't, I can't wait to get my hands on that book and dive deeper. I believe self-love and personal growth plays a huge role in attracting what you want because your thoughts and how you feel about yourself emanates to the outside world. And I'm definitely going to do an episode on building confidence and self-love because they're so fundamental. There will always be someone who inspires you, so please do your research. Find someone or a story that you really gravitate to and use that as motivation to push forward. You can always revisit it and use that as an anchor to center yourself when you're feeling lost and out of place. We have now come to the end of our time together and I have enjoyed it very much even though it was very exposing. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it inspiring. I only want to be real with you and share my experiences so that you can feel less alone. And I want you to all believe in yourself today, even if you find it so hard to. If you don't believe in yourself, just know that I do. And I also want to thank all the inspirational speakers and actors who have inspired my journey. Big shout out to Thor. He's my number one on the list to thank. And I will see you next time. Ooh, I almost forgot. I have to end every episode with an affirmation. How could I freaking forget? Now, the affirmation for today is I am worthy of my dreams. Say it a bunch of times because it's true. You are worthy of your dreams. Already, my loves, I'm going to love you and leave you. Thank you so much for listening and I will chat to you next time.